Hey, uh, Dr. Octave here with a quick note. Since we recorded the podcast, we just confirmed another date for our tour. So not only are we going to be in Santa Ana on the 14th of June and in Oakland, California on the 16th of June, but we've just got a new date on June 10th. We will be at the Double Down Saloon in Las Vegas, Nevada. So come on down. There'll be five bands we'll be playing first. Show up early, have a good time, and uh, we'll see you there. And for all our tour dates and more info, go to cartoonviolencemusic.com slash tour. Are we recording? Uh, we are recording. Oh. We can, we can uh, segue whenever we want to segue. Hey. Everybody, go, 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 And if you're still listening, uh, this is a very special episode of Cartoon Violence as a podcast because we are on the road on our first tour. It's been, we took some restitution from podcasting for a minute, uh, but we're back. It's me, Professor Robot. And it's me, Dr. Octave. Not Dr. Octave. No, my lungs are tired. Fair enough. Well, then I guess this podcast is over. Yeah, okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. All right, this is a special. I don't know if it's going to be a mini-sode or a magna-sode or like just a regular-sode. I really don't know what kind of a sode this is going to be. Uh, let's call it Tour Diary Episode 1. Right, let's do it. Dear Journal. Stardate 2017. Today I saw a bag blowing in the wind, and I just thought, we're all kind of like that. Sometimes I feel like a plastic black bowing in the wind. And I was like, man, that would be really good song lyrics. I'm going to make a note of that. Uh, that'll be on our next album. Yeah. But that's just from my, from my, you know, road journal. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Doc. Hey, Prof. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. So, uh, and we, we usually look outward when we do this. We yeah. find other people and we ask them interesting questions. But now we are looking inward. Yeah, which is is tough because now we have to we can't really ask questions. Um, we just got to kind of right. We just got to let it all out. We just got to kind of talk about what it's what it's been like so far. Yeah. and uh, so far it's been great. So we got a new album, which is one of the reasons why we haven't been talking to other people about music because we've been yeah. doing our own music. It, we we've got a seven song EP, uh, "Too Fat to Fail," uh, that's coming out. Uh, uh, June eighth to thirteenth. June eighth, so like maybe there. like a week from when this podcast yeah, is roughly is put out. Roughly. Yeah, and you, you, I don't even know. Yeah, you can pre-order it on Bandcamp. But, yeah, so uh, it's cartoonviolins.bandcamp.com. That's V I O L I N S. You know, you know, just go to cartoonviolencemusic.com. That'll give you. You know, you can get a link from there to, to anywhere any, you want to go. Anything you want to buy. Uh, we got a YouTube. From. We got a Bandcamp. We got a SoundCloud. We got a, you know, BandCloud. We've got a Sound. Wolf, yeah, we have twelve sound wolves. Yes, they they, they run a pack. Yeah, yeah, they kill. Yeah, 
So in pre-order the album, uh, if you come see any of our shows while we're on tour, you can buy a physical CD that also has a download code on it. So uh, well, while we're talking about that, I guess like we're in Portland now. Yeah, we're, we're in Portland. And we're going to be, we got two shows this weekend. One is at uh, the very special Wait, place. Let's, yeah, it's um, where? Here, you're, where we're recording at Yeah, house. Yeah, so uh, I moved to Portland to help out with a house venue. So we do one or two shows a month, and it's live music and art. And uh, we've got a potluck barbecue to celebrate a year of doing this, and it's going to be a Sunday, June 4th, and Cartoon Violence will headline that. Uh, now, that, how, how do you, does it feel weird at all that you're giving out your home address to the internet? You know what? Uh, if if they look up DNS records, they can figure out anything they want. You know, the smart ones will find me no matter what I do. Yeah. So you figure, you know, you might as well put the put the target yeah. out there and be like, I'm not afraid. Yeah. Well, internet. I mean, if people know where I live and they want to mess with me, like, I mean, the laser attack robot dogs will like, uh-huh. they'll sort it out. Yeah. Like, we they, have defense systems for a reason. Or they'll send you junk mail. Oh, dude, I can devour junk mail. I'm a like junk Pac-Man. mail sore. Like waka waka like waka, 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 waka. But with waka, junk waka, mail. With junk mail and, and cherries and bananas. Fewer ghosts. Yeah. Well, just the same amount of ghosts. Are you sure? Yeah. Only yeah. four? Only four at all times. Well, unless you, you know, one is traveling back to the ghost zone. But this, they're still they're ghost still a ghost. Yeah. yeah they're you know, just they're lacking just their, yeah. their yeah, body. So uh, we are not just eyes lacking bodies, but we're going to have our bodies playing music Sunday night or Sunday afternoon in Portland. And then we got another show Monday, the uh, 5th of June at a place called Cider Riot, uh, also Which, in Portland. I think you booked just so you can drink a bunch of cider. It's true. It's true. Um, I like me some cider. Uh, but also uh, I saw a Bridgetown uh, Comedy Festival show there. And it's a, it's a cool spot, and the manager's nice, so we're doing a show it's a, with a band called the Husky Boys. And they are just adorable in their little suits, you know, yeah, yeah. from the Husky section. Yeah, the Husky Boys. Oh, they yeah. They those matching suits. They just look so adorable, don't you know? Yeah, I know. I bet their moms have bought that all for them. Yeah, so come to Portland and use this accent. You went, seem quaint. You went a little, like... Uh, you know, Norwegian there, something or Swedish. It's all the same roots, man. Same oh, roots. Oh, but there's definitely a difference, you know, don't you? Oh, between, it's regional, dear. Oh, yeah, but, like, if you're talking like this, then no, it's No, that's like, a caricature. That's, oh, now you that's a little more Canadian. It's all the same. At any rate, the Husky Boys, they're, uh, you know, they're not quite... They're they're not really fat. They're it's just baby fat. They eat a couple burritos per annum, but they're you know fat baby p h a t fat. Yeah, like the name of our new EP. Yes, too fat to fail, which is spelled the number two p h a t Roman numeral two fail, which is spelled f a i l normal. Yes, we we could have made it like f a l e. Uh, we could have, but that would have been even stupider. And uh, it's already bad enough on the metadata police, so uh, we'll give them a, a slightly easier day than we could have otherwise. Yeah, but we're gonna be like one of the first things that comes up now. If you like, if you spell it right, you'll find it. <laughs> Let's put yeah. it that way. <laughs> you just look for cartoonviolencemusic.com, you'll find it. Yeah. But, so so yeah. So, so like we've already started our tour. Yeah, we started our tour. We did two shows already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they were great shows. They were. Well, we did three shows really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did three shows, plus a fourth show. So really, we've done about four shows so far. Yeah, 
Well, one of them should be explained. One of them wasn't cartoon violence. Yeah, no, but uh, the old professor has a solo thing he does every once in a while called Kids Eat Free, and the doctor is also a drummer. Well, usually I play guitar when you do that live, and I'm yeah, but we needed a drummer, and I was like, so why not? Yeah, trust fall. So yeah, that was my first time ever drumming like officially on stage as part of a band at a show that people paid to get into. So uh, I think it worked out well. Yeah, dude, it went great, you know? Like, uh, yeah, people dug it. People were rocking out. We had a nice big crowd for that. Yeah. And that's um, that's kind of been a theme. Like, you know, apparent, surprisingly, not that we don't normally have decent crowds everywhere, but, you know, these last four shows, I feel like, They've There's been, been a good. lot going on. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't feel like playing to an almost empty room or playing just to the other bands at their own merch booths, which sometimes happens, especially yeah. when you get into like a festival environment. Uh, sometimes people are in the other room, genuinely enjoying something else when you're on stage, and that's uh, that's kind of weird. But to be the band in a bar that people are digging is kind of why you do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not the only reason, but it's a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we did the we did the Kids Eat Free show. That was great. And what was really cool is you pretty much showed up the night before the show. Yeah, showed up to practice. Yeah, you showed up to a late practice. That was like a four hour practice for me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and what was also cool it was my our bassist, uh, King Friday, my Bubby. My Bubby. Hi <laughs> Bubby. Uh he uh he was our bassist. And it was his first real show ever, like as a musician. Like he just started playing bass, and uh, he's a swell fella. But the other crazy thing about it is he had just had a heart attack a few weeks ago, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna rock out," and killed it. It's a good and, to be alive celebration moment. Yeah, it was definitely like a f- a good time rock and roll night. And then you picked up the George Michael cover we did like really quickly. Yeah, well, Freedom Ninety is one of my favorite songs, so it was easy to to get easy into. Easy to work out. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good song. So, yeah. but we yeah. we we did a punk as fuck cover of it. Yeah, and we dedicated it to Chris Cornell. And now I'm. Um, I should talk about this weird like uh, coincidental stuff. With with the kids eat free shows, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's it's really creepy. So the first time I started doing kids eat free shows again was about a year ago, and right before we performed, uh, Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots died, and we quickly mashed together a unrehearsed version of sex type thing. And people very unrehearsed, super like unrehearsed in the alley behind the club, looking up lyrics and watching in the video court. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what key is it in? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's all right, let's do it. <laughs> what the hell? And then a uh, week before my next show, George Michael died, and uh, I had enough time to really put together the the Freedom ninety cover. And then what was it? The day before. No, two days before. No, it was the day before because you were coming up that day. It was, yeah. It was the day before. It was the yeah. day we practiced, so the day before the show. Yeah, Chris Cornell hung himself, and uh, I we tried doing Spoon Man, and everyone was kind of brave enough to do it, but one guy in the band did not want to 
you know, disrespect him because he wasn't, he was a little bit younger than us and he wasn't like part of that whole Soundgarden era. So he wasn't as familiar with the song mm. as all of us, but we didn't do it. So we just dedicated the Freedom 90 cover to Chris Cornell that night, which works. Yeah. It works. And we rocked it. Uh, but now I'm afraid to book more shows. I'm like worried about uh, anyone that isn't Eddie Vedder or um, Billy Corgan. Oh like, yeah, I think I think I gotta hate to say it, but I, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. not wish death upon specific people. But no, there, not wishing there will them. be different reactions. I'm to just saying, if I book a show and one of them goes, I'm maybe not the saddest person at the funeral. Right. You know. But but I digress. Uh, we just have to make sure that Trent Reznor is Keep safe. Keep Trent safe, yeah. Keep Trent safe. Um, who else is left? Like so many of like that like grunge era like rock and roll singers like are they're all gone. Dave Grohl. We got to make sure Dave Grohl is safe. Yeah. Keep uh, Jay Maskus safe. Yeah. We're gonna have to put them all in like some sort of safety bubble. Yeah. Although then they could just all get squished at the same time. Yeah. Safety bubbles. Ooh. Protect Mark Mother's Ba. At all costs. Yes. At all costs, he must be preserved. We need like a cryogenic chamber for him. Yes. <laughs> Man, but then as what was crazy is so we did the Kids Eat Free show, we rocked it. And you can go to kidseatfree.bandcamp.com if you want to hear my stuff. I think the uh, Britney Spears cover is the first thing that plays when you pop up there. Appropriate. Yeah. But it's a really good Britney Spears cover, so uh, if you want to check that out. But then the next night, we went unrehearsed up to the middle of nowhere. It was the middle of somewhere that was next to nowhere. Yeah, and did a house, a private housewarming party. Yeah, you got some yeah. friends who had a little uh, land out there, it was in a nice hillside in the Sierra foothills, and they set up a cool stage for us. It was it was actually yeah. one of the cooler places we played they had rope lights we put up on the mic stands they had outdoor uh projection laser, laser they had lights those, like laser lights that you as see on tv that they like try and sell you for christmas and stuff. yeah yeah it was like laser christmas all night long yeah and and the backdrop uh for fitting for cartoon violence was a giant advertising banner for the first time ever on two disc dvd 101 dalmatians yeah Disney. but there was a big picture of cruella Deville right behind us yeah because she's evil and a cartoon character and so the logic, the the mountain hippie logic was, it's she's kind of violent, right? It's a cartoon. She's evil, bro. And I was for, amused by it. Yeah, for so what was on hand it. on a mountain. Impressive. In, you know. It was pretty much like they had taken like a, what's that thing, that tra- tractor? that They took a tractor. It was like a four by four. ATV kind of tractory, yeah, mini, like mini tractor, a, a yeah. mini cat or something, and like shoveled and like pushed dirt around and made a stage, yeah, and then put a bunch of like lumber in front of it to keep it from. And there was a campfire in front of it. People gathered around the fire, yeah. and, and at sundown we played an awesome what like two hour set. Yeah, apparently I did not even realize we had played for two hours. We were just up there having fun. Yeah, I, we went through basically every song we've played live in the past five years, just yeah. like, and know. we barely fucked up any of it which Almost was really none, nice yeah. that was a really nice little surprise so that was kind of like a practice slash show it was unannounced private event you know very yeah. hush hush 
Yeah, extremely hot. VIP invite only. Man, it was it was good times. And, and we couldn't even see it. We couldn't even see it. But apparently there were like thirty people yeah. that were at this party at one point, which is not like a huge crowd, but it's like we thought we were playing when we started playing, there were only about ten people there, maybe twelve. Yeah. And we could not see once it got dark, we could not see anything past the fire in front of us. Yeah. So that was like that was cool to hear that, yeah. like, you know, a bunch of people showed up and rocked out. I wasn't just talking trash to to the air. Yeah. Yeah. But I got, I hate, I uh, I kind of hated it, too, as much as I loved it, just because I got bit. As soon as, as you soon showed as up, the mosquitoes all went straight for your forehead. I'm a del- I'm delicious candy to bugs. Yeah. And they love my cyber good. fluids. I, I think I think you just got to make sure your helmet's on tight when you step out of a vehicle in the mountains. Yeah, I need to really work on that laser grid shield to keep bugs away from me that yeah. I've been working on. That would also look good on stage. That would look but I can't play my guitar with it. It oh. just cuts through my guitar. Mm, well. And I can't shake hands because it just cuts through hands. That's the problem with laser grid shields. Hashtag laser problems. Hashtag laser grid shield problems, bro. You know about the laser grid shield problems I've been having. You've been having some serious ass laser shield grid problems, bro. Yeah. So uh, so that was that. And then we played our first real show on the tour. Yeah, after practicing After practicing three, three-ish yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, we, what was... Oh, that was in Sonoma. Yeah. Oh, man. Boy, what a show. But I think we should talk about the show we didn't play. Sure. Let's before that. Let's this air is, this. Because this is an yeah, important issue. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna name I'm not gonna name names. We shouldn't sure. name names. We're better than it's, that. It's about the principle of it. Yeah, but I mean if you you can figure it out if you go and see what show we didn't play that are that we were attached to. Yeah. Uh but uh basically we were supposed to go and play a, a show that was a two hour drive away from us which means two hours back as well that night. Uh, we were contacted like maybe a month and a half in like advance. Like mid-March for an end of May show. Yeah, so we said uh, they, 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 they did the like food and beer offer that uh, people do, but it was like for a real event that they were charging 20 or 30 bucks for. Yeah. So we don't hear from them for a while. They start announcing stuff. They forget to like put us on any of the promotional materials. Yeah. And then when the next time we talk to them, they offer us a 20 minute set around like what? 645 on a Friday night when no one's going to be there. The event starts at six. And I don't know about you, but like if I'm going to a weekend long music and gaming festival, if it starts at six and for some strange reason I get there at six, I'm not going straight to the music room, which is almost always separate from the gaming room. Well, so like, any room. I yeah. mean, it, it could be any sort of festival. It doesn't necessarily have to be a gaming festival. But the yeah, point but is, is like there's a draw. Other the than point the music is, is like there for. Friday night at 6:45 p.m. is in no unless you're playing like an outside lands festival or something like that, where it's a big music festival and that's when the headlining acts actually like show up and go on is mm-hmm. like somewhere between like eight or nine. That's not a bad slot. Yeah. But that wasn't this scenario. This was like doing a show on Friday night when everybody's still getting off work and having dinner. Yeah. Uh, so it just wasn't worth 
are are it, like at that point it's really not looking like it's worth their time and effort. But then they tell us, oh, we're only going to give you half off food and drink now, so they're not even covering food and drink, and they didn't put us on any of the promotional materials until we bothered them. We weren't in the advert, the like video advertisement that they made, or anything like that. And I kind of like tore into them a little bit. Like, here's the thing. Is if you're putting on a festival, you're charging money and you don't budget for the entertainment and you can't afford to pay musicians to come to your festival, then you shouldn't throw that festival. Or you, you just shouldn't, shouldn't have, have music the entertainment at, it. at yeah. the very least. Yeah. Like you didn't budget properly and you need to plan for that shit. Like musicians put in hundreds of thousands of hours into being not just good musicians, but also writing songs, learning songs. Buying equipment is not cheap, you know, have a little understanding of how hard it is to be a creative person and then think that for some reason we should work for you for free right? so that you can make more money and not pay us. That's right. fucking ridiculous. But, like, I will say this, like, you know, the the last few shows that we've done that we've booked, they've been extremely nice about making sure that like we had what we needed and we're taken care of and like got paid covered our gas money and stuff like that at the very least like this place would not even cover our gas money for us yeah i, I think they maybe don't know how to work with touring bands because there's so many show promoters and bands understand that like if you're a local act and you're just playing down the street from your house and there's a touring band coming through and the you know, the place makes a hundred bucks. You don't ask for 40 of it. You know, you, you let the touring band get as much as they can to pay for gas and move on. Yeah. Well, not even, I mean, I don't even think it's like gotta be like that. I think it's just, you know, like if you're a promoter or a booking agent or somebody putting on events and you don't, you don't budget that, then you shouldn't be planning to have music at anything and that's, that's just true. That's, that's really true. just it that's really it you know that that's all there is to it uh if you can like you it's just not right i don't know how else to say it like, yeah it, it's not cool at all it's like people that want to have free graphic design like oh yeah. hey can you make this promo for me you know can you make yeah. this ad for me like and you get what you pay for like you get quality stuff if you're paying bands to be there, you get good bands, you know, like yeah. you might have to, if you want to book a decent act, you might have to fork out like a couple grand, but it's totally worth it. Like I've done shows with other bands where we had to guarantee them a shit ton of money from the door. And we didn't have it to pay them necessarily, but you just tell them you'll give it to them. And then they just get the lion's share of the door. But, you know what? What was left over was always more than enough for uh, my group and the people I was working with. Yeah. So, you know, that's something to think about, too, is just put it, put up, put up or shut up. Yeah. That's about it. But the now let's get to the really awesome fucking Roadhouse Party Sonoma show. Oh God! Oh okay. man! Okay, but well, there'll be a little more complaining. Don't worry, guys. We'll complain more. <laughs> this is but this is the le learn lessons just... about show management through Cartoon Violence's tour diary. Yeah. Uh 
So the snow in Sonoma was great. I loved it. It was just like Sonoma is a very small town. It's wine country. But you got to understand it's mostly just farms and like a few local markets and like maybe one little strip mall. Yeah. Like yeah. on the highway, there's a strip mall. But like in the rural part of town, it's just like it's old schools, houses, residential uh, parks, farms and the occasional like saloon and market. Yeah. You have neighbors and shit, but not a lot. Yeah, you know it's it's not it's not like backwoods hick bullshit or anything like that. It's just that. small town. Yeah, just a tiny town. Uh, so we played at this great great bar, um, the El Verano Inn. Yeah, and uh, it was put on by what the what is it the, the North Bay Pirate Punks? North Bay Pirate Punks. They took great care of us. So good, wonderful, yeah. wonderful people, but. Shout out uh, to Babo and Mariah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but there was like, uh, they were kind of, when we got there, they were kind of joking it was like Roadhouse. Without like, the cage in front of the band, but yeah. Yeah. A friendlier Roadhouse and a it table was, full of free bread. Yeah. I've, there was just free bread and cakes and pastries on a table or on a pool table. On a pool table. Yeah. Which is a type of table. It is a type of table. Let's not quibble. But yeah, like a tarped over pool table with a bunch of just free baked goods on it for some reason. Which is great because you're not eating bread and I don't eat bread. Yeah, you're gluten free and I'm on a low carb diet. So <laughs> we but, stared. Oh man, we yeah we looked at the bread, we and, sniffed the bread, and then took some as a yeah we took some, but we attention. yeah we we'll, we'll get to that what happened to that bread uh, a little bit later. Bread so teaser. Say. Hashtag bread teaser. Uh, so yeah, just an interesting little spot. Um, there were six bands playing and when we got there, the show should have been started for about half an hour, but the PA system was not there yet. The sound guy didn't show up. So it was about two hours behind and like, I'm at this point in my musical career, I am just totally chill with having to wait because nothing ever really starts on time. We've even had to wait like for that. a World Series game to finish. Yeah, we've had to do we've had to do a lot of things. I've had to I've had ten. It's not the first time I've had a ten p.m. slot and then gone on at midnight. Right, like at all. So I'm like, whatever. Okay, it's cool. I and like I've honestly I really didn't worry about it because one I knew it's like the only bar in town. So this is where else is anybody gonna go? Yeah, you know they'll still be there at midnight. And uh, you know the really nice thing of yeah, you got to really give it up to punks because they are there for like every band usually when you do a punk show. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 really good folks. So yeah, the first band played Mutt, yeah. played and around what like an hour hour and a half after they were supposed to go on. Yeah, uh, but you know it was chill. It, we were just hanging out, having a good time. Yeah, and then uh, in the second bit, are we gonna name names here? We're we gonna keep naming names. We're gonna name this this band. No, we're gonna name names with this band just because of what they said on stage, like in rebuttal. But let's let's build up to it. So the second band was like these uh, this group called Sex Star. They got about two thousand likes on Facebook, and basically what it is is it's like a punk band where you have a uh, Older dude that still dresses like Brian Setzer, like playing guitar, um, with like the same receding hairline as Brian Set- Brian Setzer, 
and all that good stuff. His uh his uh girlfriend who was the lead singer and she like came went on stage in like high heels and like garter belt stockings and mini skirt and like a like white tank top and ended the night I think just in her underwear. And like, don't forget screaming. kitty ears. Oh, but they were bunny ears. Bunny ears? Okay. They were bunny ears. Yeah, I forgot about the bunny ears. Shit. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Important <laughs> note. But yeah, uh they uh, there were supposed to be twenty minute sets for everybody. Everybody knew that. Yeah, it and was, I walked by the stage and I looked at their set list and they had like ten or eleven songs on there. It was like a full set yeah. list. Yeah, we. The nice thing about our stuff is we know how long every song is going to be on this tour because we have we have to go to a chiptune backing track, so it's really easy for us to plan out a 20 minute set or whatever. Like, honestly, I wasn't really paying too much attention to how long their set was. And I'm like, whatever bands go over, but, uh, they were pretty much what happened is the, the promoters were trying to cut that, telling them to cut it and they weren't paying attention. And then, uh, one of them went and unplugged the amp, which caused the guitarist to start, like screaming at the other promoter uh and then the one that had unplugged the amp got on the mic and started like publicly shaming sex star for going over their time limit of 20 minutes and giving them shit for like not respecting the other bands because she was uh i really liked i really i want to say like i really liked the person the booker that was on the mic. She was really cool, but she definitely had had a had an ornery demeanor. She was like she a, wasn't wrong. Yeah, she wasn't wrong. But but you know, you know you that's the kind of you, you that's the kind of thing you point of view. you wait until they're off stage and you 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 tell them off in private. Yeah. But then Sex Star was like, "Well, we traveled all the way from the East Bay to play here tonight. We should get to play longer." Meanwhile, we traveled just as far. And we go on later, and yeah. we're playing. We're doing our twenty minutes. So yeah, yeah. like that's yeah, we a got little... the same email. We saw the same times on the same public listing. Like everybody yeah. knows twenty minutes per band. So so yeah. And it was it's is... not even an hour long drive though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, who gets that egotistical about it? They like, have to come play. On. They have to play as long as they drove there. That's their rule. Oh yeah. If it takes forty five minutes to drive there, they're gonna play for forty five minutes. So if they went to Los Angeles, they're just gonna like they need a six hour hours set, yeah, or something. Bare minimum. Man, I don't know. I mean, could she take off her clothes slowly enough to fill six hours? I mean, if she wore layers. Yeah, she'll come on in like twelve parkas. I mean, I don't know. She can. I. I mean, maybe it's like some Rosalind Murphy shit going on. If that, if that's how they want to do stuff, I mean, okay, I get it, but. Uh, that was just, that was like, come on, man. That's like some junior league shit. Yeah. That's, that's all. So, but it was, it was very appropriate yeah. for a roadhouse late night fun show. We were probably the most inappropriate band there. We stuck out like a, a sore thumb. It's all right. I like thumbs. Yeah. I got but, two of them. Yeah. But you're talking, how was so the, so the, the rest of the night was like some guy, it was a very bar thing. Some guy just handed me a double of tequila and started <laughs> sipping on that. And then, uh, later that same guy was jumping up on stage and, and, uh, getting into a bar fight and 
creating some fun memories got, for everyone. But he waited until after our set to get into the bar fight yeah. like, while we were taking gear off the stage. Yeah, but at the very end of our set, the last song, as we were saying goodnight, the PA cut out. Yeah. Like the PA that was dropped by somebody, picked up from their practice space and left there without somebody to man it. There was no sound guy. We had to just plug in and figure it out ourselves. Um, but that's that's what happens at punk shows. And yeah. it's great. And but it we still perfectly. had it. Yeah, but it was still a good time. Like uh, we we really got the audience going, like especially towards the end of our set. Yeah. <clears throat> like everyone was dancing. Some of the and- new songs went over really well. Yeah, and uh, that was it. Was like a really fun show, despite all the weirdness. Like normally, all of the things that happened would have made for a really bad show, but it was just like a magical evening. I felt like Cinderella. Yeah, I felt like Spinderella. <laughs> I felt like Salt and Pepper. Yeah, like both well. Salt and Pepper. Like I had two personalities, and I was both at the same time. That's deep. But I had to wrap both parts with one body, and I got out of breath and passed out. I hate it when that happens. Right? Yeah. Don't you hate it when you're salt and pepper and you don't take breaks between bars? I do. I do. It's a lot of lyrical flow. It it's is. A, it's a heavy flow band. It's a heavy lyrical flow day. Yeah. Yeah, that was so much. That was, I don't know, it's just a great show. It yeah. Was to- it was totally DIY, punk rock, really cool people. Met a lot of really cool people. Like, it had been so... You know, a lot of the punk venues and punk warehouses that I kind of grew up playing in my 20s at, you know, a lot of them are gone. Burnt Ramen's gone. Hazmat's been gone for like about four or five years now. Yeah. And uh, Ghost, well, I mean, there was the Ghost Ship fire, but before that there was a place called Ghost Ghost Town Town Gallery. And then there was what was that place that Casey lived at? It was like fun Sugar Mountain. Sugar oh yeah, Sugar Mountain. So like I've always had a great time playing at punk punk venues, whether yeah. or not I was getting paid or whether or not there was like a big audience. Yeah. Or Gilman. Yeah. Well Gilman's know? still around. Gilman yeah. is and Gilman is its own thing. Right. And that's cool. We've never well, we've played Gilman once as Crunch yeah. and Violence. And it's yeah. actually associated with the Pirate Punks again. It was during the Pirate Punks versus Geeks. Uh, battle was I thought that was just pirates versus geeks. yeah but the the pirate punks were the pirates in oh that. really yeah those were pirate punk bands the people that uh, that go to Libertatia that whole scene it was yeah. like a, a hybrid event yeah nice. so uh, they're all good folks um, oh well no, I mean I don't, I wouldn't say they're all <laughs> I mean there's obviously got to be true some people that take advantage of things but for the most part everyone that we've yeah. had the pleasure of interacting with. But uh, just go to more punk shows, everybody. If you're a band or you're a fan, just like go to more punk shows. Punk shows are great. Everyone there is usually really, really nice, unless you're a band that overstays their welcome or <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. But no, like uh, the whole punk scene is just a very welcoming scene. I feel yeah, in general, which is yeah. you know the opposite of I think what people think of the punk scene. Yeah, I mean, there's pockets. But there's also the scene self-regulates. There's anti-pockets too, you know? Yeah. People will stand up for each other. People will, will step up when things need to be talked about. So People will be like, no one puts baby in a corner. They and will. they will get dancing back in that town. Yes. I think we're mixing our movie metaphors. But Man, so then, but that was a, just a magical night of bar fights and and scuffles and... Band drama. Band drama. Gear drama. I lost my favorite hoodie. Aw. 
it's uh, I left it on stage and uh, forgot to take it with us, and you it's gotta not be more there responsible anymore. for I your do. hoodies, young man. I do. I don't even know where my hoodie is right now. I think it's yeah. downstairs. So uh, it's closer to you than me. All right. So uh, the next day, next day we get up, we do it again. Do it again. Only this time, instead of driving to Sonoma, uh, well, we got back at like what three a.m. Something. Something. We get up and we go to uh, San Jose to play Starfish Game Jam number two. Yeah. And that was uh, that was cool. There was a lot of good music there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, it was like a mini game and music fest. There were like little consoles set up to play. There was visualist Tim Abad throwing, oh, you know, lots of cool stuff on the wall. Uh, we love Tim. Tim is like the most adorable human to ever walk the earth. Like if if I could adopt any human being, it would probably be Tim Abad. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's a brilliant visualist. The guy's just a genius in general. Um, Nicest guy. Yeah. Super excited about music he loves. Yeah. Uh and then all the bands there were just rocking Ian Cowell. Yeah. Uh a, a very swell fella, just a wonderful guy. Yeah. And then uh let's see. Extent, Extent of, of the, the jam. jam with a violin player. Yeah. And Devin I Nixon on drums. Yeah. Devin Nixon of every chiptune band with a live drummer fame. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we know the one. But also of Crash Faster and Strip Liquor. Mm-hmm. And I think DeLorean Overdrive as well, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. He's in every band. Everything. Just look him up. He's probably got like his own like wiki sub page. If he doesn't, he should. Yeah. We should make Maybe him a wiki he's page. He's too subculture. Yeah. <laughs> they need to be subculture wikis. No, they probably oh, yeah. are. There's everything. And Edit then, the thing. And then who was the other gentleman that played uh, the violin? Some Nikolai Lazar Whelan of some sort close to that. I'm sorry okay. if I'm butchering your name, but I'm not looking at it. We'll 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 uh add a note. Go to our Facebook, find the event. We did it, he did it, it's yeah. on there. And then uh who Viking, Viking guitar. guitar, yeah. Yeah, who I'd never seen live before. He rocked out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of Golden Axe, so like he, yeah. he had me right away. He had you at Golden Axe. He had me at Golden Axe. Yeah. But he just shreds on he just shredded on guitar, played some Metroid some Super Metroid, I should yeah. say. Yeah. And some uh some ghosts and goblins. Uh yeah, he played some of that. He played a little uh yeah, he played like a surf version of it. Mm-hmm. That was kinda cool. I like that song a lot. Yeah. I I can play it on guitar too. Yeah, well, but let's, yeah, let's do he, let's do a cover. He shrouded the gnar. He shredded yeah. on guitar. Uh, that was so that was a cool show. Like, the one thing I'll say, like that is nice about doing all of like so many shows in a row, is all the bands that you get to see. Because even uh, at the Kids Eat Free show, like there was a band, a corner left, yeah, uh, or just corner left, corner left, corner left. Uh, who what they were playing like songs Kevin Smith movie songs and they did Berserker demo. from Clerks yeah and, and he did uh, the like Jay Silent about that noise 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 smoking weed yeah. doing coke drinking beers that yeah thing. and and it takes a worried man cover by Devo yeah so you know obscure it, stuff really obscure interesting orchestration yeah and uh, just a cool band yeah yeah. So yeah, so you sometimes you get surprised in one way and sometimes you get surprised in another way by the bands you play with at these random shows. But yeah. uh we're having fun and we're we're a third of the way through our tour by the numbers. 
Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing the two Portland shows and then we're going to, uh, we're trying for Vegas and and Phoenix area. Yeah. Uh, you might find us there. If you know some way of hooking us up with a show on the 8th and 9th in Vegas. Do it. Fucking do it. Or, uh, the 10th or 11th in the, you know, Phoenix, greater Phoenix area. Just fucking do it already. You goddamn Um, fucking We'll play house parties. If you get people there, we'll rock some faces. Uh Um, but then we're going to be in Santa Ana, California on the 14th of June. Mm-hmm. And we'll finish up our show uh, tour in Oakland at the Stork Club on June 16th. And all of this, all the dates, links to the details can be found at cartoonviolencemusic.com slash tour. Yeah. yeah. And if you are having a house party, uh, we'll do it. We might do it for pizza and beer and a, and a couch to crash on. But it has to be gluten free pizza and cider instead of beer because otherwise the doctor's sensitive tummy yeah we're we're uh, very particular about the free stuff we get to play uh-huh. music <laughs> oh man beggars can't be choosers right no no Tough. but rock, gonna rockers to, can be choosers just gonna have to we'll poop put out, it in our rider just gonna have to poop out all that pizza only dog. brown m&ms and gluten-free pizza and beer i want gluten-free m&ms okay they're all naturally gluten-free gluten Gut, they're they're, they're uh, Gutenberg they're, free. They're Steve Gutenberg free. There's no I Steve want, Gutenbergs in your M and M's. I want extra Gutenberg. Yeah, in my M and M's. You want three M and M's and a baby? <laughs> I would love that. Uh, any anything? Just three Marshall Mathers trying to raise a baby. I want I want I want a short circuit, and M and M's. Oh, okay. How about that? Okay, Johnny uh, Five Alive. Yeah. And he's M&Ms got M and M's. Johnny Five to bring me the M and M's with Steve Gutenberg. Oh, okay. And I want Gutenberg like he, it's a giant bowl of M and M's with a naked Steve Gutenberg in him, and it's pushed in by Johnny this is Five. Getting oddly specific now. Well, I mean, aren't most writers oddly specific? Yes. So I think if the only thing we ask for on our on a writer is a giant bowl of M&M's with a naked Steve Gutenberg inside and we want it brought to us by the robot Johnny five. Eventually somebody's going to give it to us. Right. Uh, that is a theory. Are these, <laughs> what do you want to test this theory? Yes. I want that at the top of our writer, which okay. means it's the most important. And then after that, it should just be like, I don't know, grape juice and Funyuns. Mm-hmm. I think then that's it. <laughs> Just like one really complicated thing. And then, I don't know, some soda water. Okay, but it's got to be the steakhouse style Funyuns, the special flavor ones. There are steakhouse Funyuns? Mm. Get the fuck out. Check it out. And we are learning stuff every day on this tour. Yeah. 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 We um, are, in fact, too fat to fail. <laughs> Talking about Funyuns. Man, whatever. I, I've been I've been good. I've been dieting. I broke the diet yesterday, but... Portland's a city worth breaking a diet for. There's God good damn, there here. is so much food that's yeah. delicious. Uh, everything. But Pine State Biscuits this morning. Oh, my God, I have to talk about this because this was the, probably the most delicious meal of my life. Okay. Like, talk. Okay, so I got a thing called the Reggie Deluxe, which is a biscuit sandwich... With fried chicken, bacon, smothered in gravy, and a fried egg on it. And I think it had like Canadian bacon as well as regular bacon, but, and cheese, and a side of Cajun fries. And we got like a cinnamon roll for dessert. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just remembered. I got a blueberry goat cheese Pop Tart. It's an artisan. They have artisanal Pop Tarts because it's Portland. And why not? 
Are you gonna eat it on the air? Oh my god, I is this happening this. right now? Okay, but I should finish. Okay, so that today's breakfast was like getting a blowjob from God and Jesus while the Holy Ghost licks out your asshole. It was that good. That's beautiful. And now I'm about man. to try their artisanal pop tart, Pine State biscuits. Check it out for the endorsement by the Holy Trinity. All right, chew into that mic. Oh my God. Oh my God. Holy shit. So far, Pine State Biscuits has done me no wrong. Uh, I this ordered. Is I ordered. Incredible. I ordered hash browns with sauteed onions and mushrooms and an egg and pulled pork. And they served me like what looked like a party platter. Like if that thing was at like Safeway and it was filled with like vegetables and dips and like that would be just as much food and it would cost like 13 bucks but it was like a six dollar plate of hash browns that i could only eat a quarter of ridiculous portland you Mm. sick son of a bitch so uh i love you this is this is a, a very free endorsement uh for some food that we love um now come on pine state biscuits pay for our tour yeah come on yeah yeah, we need like a lot of lighting and sound upgrades. I just described your food in the most blasphemous way possible. Now give me money. That's the way advertising works, right? I hope so. Yeah, that's that's the new media empire that we are striving to be a part of is belligerently insulting all old traditions while ushering in a new era of corporate sponsored content. Viva la revolution. And viva to you, fine people, for listening to this whole podcast. Yeah, congratulations. You got through all of our tour diary stuff so far. Yeah, but we'll be doing more because we're still on tour. Yeah, we're going to talk about the the shows that have yet to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we're working on other music. We got this, this, this Too Fat to Fail album is not the last you'll hear of cartoon violence. No, we should announce our cover album. Yeah, it was, it was okay, we're calling it We've Got You Covered. Right, I mean that's cover songs. Yeah, in the roughly the same style of the EP we're just releasing now. Yeah, mostly mostly chip tune-y stuff. Yeah, uh, live instruments and singing over the chip tune Game Boy tracks. And but you'll hear more about that soon. The important thing is that Too Fat to Fail comes out June eighth, and you need to buy it and tell your friends about it. And I mean, really tell your friends about it because we need your friends to buy it too. Yeah. Because there's strength in numbers, and we're all in this together. And that's about it. So go to cartoonviolencemusic.com. All of our social media stuff is there. Like it, follow it, click it, lick it, buy it, paste it, stamp it, quick rewrite it. Technologic. 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 <laughs>